Well, good morning. Hey guys, welcome to The Drive. I hope you're doing well. Uh, it is Monday, September 25th. Time continues to fly, and I hope you had a good uh, weekend. Hope you had a good time assembling together with like-minded believers, and um, hopefully you had some time off before the week started again. But uh, it's a beautiful day here in the deep south. Uh, it's nice this morning. It's uh, what, 6.25 a.m., and... Uh, yeah, it was a blessed weekend. Um, had a ministry, a uh, worship practice, family worship practice on Friday night. So I had a worship team and their families to our house. Had dinner and fellowship, and then they worshiped in the living room. It was just awesome. And um, Saturday morning, I had my discipleship guys. I had the guys I'm going through a book with over, and uh, we talked and prayed and ate. Had church, and then <laughs> Sunday night, we had a I had a men's men's group, so uh, men from the church came over. We ate. Someone I had someone share share their testimony, and then uh, just hung out for a few hours. And so um, I'm exhausted in a good way because it was just a blessed time this weekend. The last couple of days been a lot a lot of stuff going on, but it's all good stuff, you know. But uh, let me just read this before I pull out of my driveway. Galatians five seven through ten. Paul writes, "You ran well." Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion does not come from him who calls you. A little leaven, right? Leaven is a picture of evil in the Bible. A picture of sin, rather. A little leaven leavens a whole lump. I've confided in you in the Lord that you will have no other mind, but he, trouble, he who troubles you shall bear his judgment, whoever he is. So he's like, who hindered you? <laughs> Who hindered you? You ran well. You were doing good, in other words. Paul's like, you guys were walking strong. You believed in the gospel and you were following it. You were walking in the truth. So what hindered you? Who hindered you? What happened? And so I believe Paul is, I mean, he knows who it is because he had the, I believe he had the pastors telling him, right? But at the same time, he's kind of like asking this, rhetorical question like who hindered you like you were on track and now you're off track what made the difference who made the difference who were you believing who was persuading you to believe something different than what the scriptures say and you know unfortunately even in today's day right we're looking at the first century here in galatians but in the 21st century look around and it's like there's a lot of hindrances to the gospel a lot of people leading huge groups of people mega church full of people away from the gospel the truth into just a feel-good message or into legalism you know there's the whole spectrum is out there but a lot of people are being led astray should we care about that i think we should care about that like if we know someone who's being led astray like totally away from the gospel away from the lord into something that is not designed by God. I think it's our job to, to warn them, to talk to them, to ask them to consider what the scriptures say. And you know, that's what the that's why the Bereans were so good in Acts 17, because they searched the scripture. Whatever they heard, they searched to make sure it was in the word. And if it wasn't, they would reject it. If it was, then they would accept it. They would believe it. We need more of that today. We need more of that today instead of what's popular. You know, I was talking with someone the other day about um, 
yesterday, I think. And we were talking about the book of Revelation. A lot of people are intimidated by Revelation. They're scared of it for some reason. But when you start actually digging into it and studying it and looking at the original language and theology and hermeneutics and exegesis and all that goes with studying the book of Revelation, you understand most of it. Sure, there's a few parts where you're like, not sure about that. It could be this or it could be that. But for the most part, it's very understandable. Just people are so intimidated they don't want to touch it. So they disregard it or they say, ah, it's too hard. No, no it's not. That's what people say to the, with the Bible too. Uh, they said the Bible's too difficult. No, I can't do that. Well, once you start reading it and realize, oh, I understand it, then it's a huge blessing, <laughs> right? I mean, that's how a lot of people got saved. Um, uh, that's how I got saved. I was just reading the Gospel of Matthew. Someone bought me a study Bible, an NIV study Bible. I started reading it, and I was like, this is amazing. And God touched my heart through just reading his word. I just read this last week I read somewhere else what was it I think it was I think it was I could be wrong but I think it was D.L. Moody who was saved just through reading the Bible he was just reading it he didn't know the Lord he came to the Lord just by reading the scriptures and so the truth is sets us free the truth is what we rest upon and it's the blueprint and basis for how we live God speaks through his word right and so he's like What's, what hindered you like, what is happening? You guys were walking so strong. So what changed? Well, we know what changed. False teachers. Judaizers. Legalists. And so Paul's like, well, whoever's hindering you, um, I mean, they're going to be judged. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... Uh, he who teaches, like, kind of like James 3, 1, he who teaches will face a stricter judgment. You know, some people take that seriously and teach the scriptures, and they're very careful to make sure that they don't add to it or take away from it. They just teach the, the scriptures, right? The, God's precepts, his statutes, his judgments, his word. Others, not so much. And there's been time and time again throughout history where someone sticks to the scriptures, they read it, and they're totally, uh, like for it and they exegete it beautifully and then they start straying once they get a following they start straying away from that and then they just start manipulating and it just goes bad you know but that's kind of like what what was happening with the churches like they started off so good like so on fire for the lord uh, sticking to the truth doing what god says following his will living out the gospel and then here come these people saying no, no, no that's not it there's something else or there's something more or that's good that you're doing that but also you got to do this this and this you know from law to love or from love to law from freedom to slavery and paul's like no 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 don't what are you doing? Don't, <laughs> don't adhere to that. Don't believe in that. That is not from the Lord. They're trying to make you go back under a yoke of bondage when the reality is you've been free from it. You know, it's like throwing your sin in the trash. You're passed in the trash when you just messed up and, and then walking with the Lord being free of all that junk. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to dumpster dive. I'm going to go grab that back because I just feel like it's fine to have that sin or to compromise in that way. So I'm going to go grab that. No, we don't do that, right? 
all that we've done, those sins in the past, those things that, and, and those things where that that we messed up in and all, like we left those things behind. God's forgiven us of those things, and we continue to walk forward. Those things that we were bound by, we were freed from. And it was cool because yesterday or last night, when um, one of our guys was giving his testimony, he said the first time he went to church, he was so resistant, he didn't want to go. He had no inclination he did not desire to go to church ever at all but he finally agreed with his wife like okay i'll go she sat in the back and i love what he said he said when the message started going and he started talking about the bible and life and all that he's like a weight on my shoulders just felt like it was lifting off and he said he said by the end i felt so free it was like the burden was taken away I'm like, oh, that is so awesome. That is what happens when you trust in Christ, walk with Him in this life. We're free. The burdens are taken off. We can give the burdens to the Lord and leave them there because He takes them away. <laughs> he takes those things from us so that we wouldn't be hindered. But sometimes we go back and go, wait, I want to put those weights back on my shoulders. And God's like, no, you don't need to do that. I've taken them away, and you don't need to take them back. And so it's just a good reminder, you guys. We're free in Christ. Continue to walk with Him. Follow Him. It's not Jesus and. It's Jesus only. Just stick to the Scriptures, right? Anything outside of Scripture, question. If it's not in there, probably not from God, right? You don't add to or take away from the Word of God. We read it and adhere to it. We hear it and heed it, right? So anyway, just a good reminder, guys. God bless you. I hope you have an amazing day. Praying for you. Love you guys. And we'll talk to you in the morning.